Green Minute Modernist. simple question. What brought you to the Bay Area? Um, a, a combination of grad school and somehow in my gut knowing this is where I wanted to create my uh, adulthood. Um, I came, I just, I came out to, uh, on a visit and fell in love with the area and had read about Mills College through studying 20th century um, composers a lot of whom were associated with Mills College. And so I went, oh, I'm going to go to grad school at Mills College. And I applied and got in. <laughs> huh? and, and you studied under Pauline, right? Um, Pauline has been a sort of on and off visiting artist there for a long time. Or she's not, she's no longer with us, but she, she I think every other semester or every few semester she would come and offer a class. So I did, she was there during my time and I did take a class with her. Um, I, I wouldn't necessarily call her one of my mentors, although her, her class was um, definitely a very kind of formative experience for me. Yeah, she was, she was amazing. I, I, had, yeah. I had planned to do an oral history with her, and uh, she passed away about a month before mm. we set a date. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, let me actually ask about one very specific thing that I think is really what I... I know that I've sort of seen you identified with more than uh, almost anyone else I could think of, and that is uh, the looping aspect that you use. And, and particularly live looping with electronic percussion is just, it's something that, you know, I remember from the, uh, was it the Spark documentary? Mm -hmm. That uh, that was something you demonstrated. Uh, how do you sort of see that as a tool in your arsenal? What, when do you go to that? Well, I've always been interested in the voice as both instrument and um, and focal point. You know what I mean? Interested instrument and storyteller. If that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. um, and and I guess it started because I used to do a lot of multi-tracking of my voice in the studio. I mean, when I first started studying electronic music, that sort of the first thing I went to was like, oh, how many layers of my voice can I do? And I really enjoyed the sort of interesting constraint of that, of singing with yourself, and it creates a sort of a, an airy texture. Um, and uh, it, 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 it became sort of the clay that I sculpted a lot of my music with, was just these layers of vocals. And so when these looping machines came along, um, the, the digital ones that you can just like you know take on stage with you, as opposed to uh, the original tape loops, which really were long loops of tape, um, I I just ate that up and went, oh, this is my thing. I'm going to do this. So I I developed this style of composition, kind of based around the looping machine, um, and I don't always use it, but it's it's um it's just it's yeah it's a way to to if I need a choral effect, I mean, I can do an, a, an entire piece that's all done with voices, or I can do it in combination with um, the sounds of synthesizers or other instruments. Um, and I guess your question is, when do I decide to use looping as opposed to not using looping? And, well, I don't know. Um, you know, that's sort of a, interesting to think about in any compositional 
medium. Like, why do you go to a certain sound as opposed to some other sound? I think it's just it's what I hear in my head and it's what I want to express. And um, there is something cool and powerful and sensual and very human about all those layers of vocals. Um, so that's, you know, people often talk about electronic music as something sort of distant or calculated and and this is my way of doing electronics in, in a very sort of personal and vulnerable way, I guess. Mm-hmm. 